Michael Jackson's groundbreaking album, Thriller, was released this year. The King of Pop's nine-song album was produced by legendary producer Quincy Jones and was Jackson's sixth studio album. The first episode of Late Night with David Letterman debuted on NBC during February of 1982. The show aired after Johnny Carson's Tonight Show and was directed by Hal Gurney. We have so much more to talk about because it's 1982 in our retro series, and this is Micro Break. This is Micro Break, a podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish, where I share my thoughts, wisdom, and humor on a wide range of topics from yesterday to today, all delivered unscripted and loosely edited in under 15 minutes an episode. This is Michael J. Mayone. Please subscribe and enjoy the ride. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Micro Break with your host, me, Michael J. Mayone. And here I am in the Great Garden State talking about the 80s. And in this series that started in 1980, we are taking you all the way through 10 years of the 80s. And here we are in 1982. 1982 was a monumental year, folks, because of Michael Jackson's album Thriller. This album is massive. And of course, Michael Jackson was and is, in my opinion, the king of pop. And the songs like Billie Jean, Beat It, Human Nature, PYT, Pretty Young Thing, Wanna Be Starting Something, Wanna Be Starting Something. I mean, the list goes on. All these hits were huge. And then the music video. Now, that was the big one in 82. With MTV already launched and starting to gain momentum, this video was choreographed by Michael Jackson, and it is 14 minutes long, and it was horror-themed. How about that? Horror-themed. Since its release, it's become one of the highest-selling albums of all time, and I'm sure that video helped out a lot. So other things that happened in entertainment, and I like that we're starting this episode with entertainment. So we're going to change it up every episode. That's why you have to keep tuning in. That's why you have to hit subscribe or follow as Apple calls it now. And because it's a 15-minute episode, very easy to swallow. That's why it's called Micro Break. And it's released every single week. And this way, you get in, you get out, you learn a little something or you remember something from the past. It's really awesome, I think. But of course, I'm a bit biased because I'm the host, a host with the most. So here we are talking about entertainment. And let's say again, just like in the intro, David Letterman debuts. This is before he had the big, giant Paul Bunyan beard. And he was on NBC. And I think it was around February of 1982. And he started Late Night with David Letterman. And he had a lot of great skits on that show. And the show came on after Johnny Carson's Tonight Show. And then here's the coolest part. And I ask this trivia question all the time. And I usually ask it to fans of these particular people, especially the first name I'm going to mention. But the show's first guests were Bill Murray and Don Herbert. Now, other people are like, eh, Don Herbert. But Bill Murray, hello. At 1982, he was in his prime. So very, very cool trivia from 1982. And then uh, it goes on to read, it soon gained a reputation for its innovative, offbeat humor and quirkiness. Yeah, it wasn't so straight. It was fun. It was humorous. It made us laugh. It entertained us and so forth. Let's move on to a little bit more of what happened in 1982. 
How about here in the U.S., the film E.T. debuts. In 1975, he directed Jaws. In 1978, he directed Close Encounters of the Third Kind. In 1981, he directed Raiders of the Lost Ark. And now, Steven Spielberg brings us E.T., the Extraterrestrial. The Extraterrestrial. That came out in the summer, in June. And it was written by Melissa Matheson and produced and directed by none other than Steven Spielberg. But Steven Spielberg was a busy bee in 1982. Why, you ask? Because Steven Spielberg and Tobe Hooper's horror film, this was a collaboration between those two folks, Poltergeist was released. That's right. I remember that movie so vividly like it was yesterday, and I've probably seen it in reruns. Yes, you must go into the lie. There is peace and serenity in the lie. All are welcome, children. All welcome. Come in, little line. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm going off. Holy shit, there's so much funny shit in that movie. By the way, you were watching that movie at home and <laughs> on a rerun when it finally released from the, uh, from the theaters. It was a uh, Sony 19-inch color TV that cost you $499. 19-inch. My monitor I'm looking at is like 27 inches. <laughs> some people turn to usa today for their news some people swear by that i know personally many folks that love getting usa today and guess what the very first issue of usa today was published in 1982 and you would be reading that publication in your brand new home that cost $82,200. Wow. Now that, folks, was cheap. Very cheap. Now, you were driving your fancy, shiny new car, and your new 1982 God knows what mobile was $7,983. That was the average price. And here's where it gets weird. Gasoline has gone down quite a bit since 1981. So if you listen to that episode, you'll find out that gasoline, 91 cents a gallon. Now, if I knew that now, I would have stocked up and I would have hoarded all these containers of gas in a nice, hot garage in my home. I'm just kidding. Of course, that's ridiculous. The average income that year did creep up a little bit. 21050 bucks. They had to make sure to throw the 50 bucks in there. Whew. Man, we just zipped through a whole bunch of facts from 1982, and I've got a whole lot more on the second half. I hope you guys are enjoying the series. I ask that every episode. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about some technology that comes out of 1982, some births, and a pretty major passing of a very famous comedian and actor right after this. And we're back. We're back in 1982. A long, long time ago. Long, long time ago. I could still remember. That's, no, that's not from 1982. 
So here we are back in 1982. We're going to talk a little bit more about 1982. So this is big. This is huge. The first artificial heart in the United States. Doctors perform the first implant of a permanent artificial heart designed by Robert Jarvik. He changed medical science as we know it to this day. So we're gonna do inventions a little differently for 1982, technology included. And we're gonna kinda go A to Z here. And I'm gonna pick out the big boys that may or may have not directly affected me. <laughs> so here we go. The A5120, do you know what the hell that is? Now, you probably don't. But if I say the Atari 5200, you might. And how about for people with sports? Air Force, the shoe. That's right, the Air Force shoe. Yeah, Nike, Air Force Ones. It was the Air Force series. It's a range of shoes. They had the one, the two, the three, the STS, the five, the Air Force, 09. Holy cow. Well, they were definitely capitalizing on the Air Force name, weren't they? <laughs> Caffeine-free Pepsi comes out, that's right, along with the invention of the CD player. Big one, huge. On October 1st, 1982, Sony debuted the CD player. For its first six months on the shelf, it was only available in Japan. And the new technology came with a steep price tag too, nearly $1,000 at the time. Sony also introduced the first commercially released CD that day as well. It was Billy Joel's album, 52nd Street. Life-changing. Of course, everything's digital now, but you can still buy CDs. The first CD player was ridiculously expensive, and it skipped when you walked by it. Here's something from 1982 that I bought new. The Commodore 64 computer. Yes, with the fast load cartridge and crazy weird games on five and a quarter inch floppy disks. Younger generation, look that shit up. It's true. So we got caffeine-free Pepsi, but what about Diet Coke? Here comes Diet Coke. We don't need no stinking sugar. So we've got Diet Coke. And a cologne that's still popular to this day. I want to say my brother, Brian, I'll call him out by name, still wears this cologne. Dracar Nor. That's right. <laughs> so many inventions, we couldn't get through them all. So many inventions. Some of the other big boys. How about this one? Candy. Has anybody ever tried a Ferrero Rocher? I can't even say it right, but you know the one I'm talking about with that gold foil. Mmm, yummy. And the G.I. Joe doll, a real American hero. He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. It's here, the G.I. Joe collection. Infantry trooper. Codename Grunt. Bazooka soldier. Codename Zap. Motor soldier. Codename Short Fuse. Laser rifle trooper. Codename Flash. Ranger. Codename Stalker. Communications officer. Codename Breaker. Machine gunner. Codename Rock and Roll. Counterintelligence. Codename Scarlet. Commando. Codename Snake Eyes. Each sold separately. G.I. Joe from Hasbro. Here's something that was an epic failure. Like Cola. That's right, introduced by the 7-Up Company, who is owned by Philip Morris. That's right, cigarette smoking. It was made from the cola nut. It was the first attempt at a low-caffeine cola containing 1% caffeine, and it was packed in a red and blue can. And I don't think I ever purchased one, ever. Not ever. <laughs> the Sony Watchman. Man, talk about nerd tech. Let's watch the game. He's got a watchman. Bring it over here. I can't see anything. The sun's drowning out the screen. Yeah, the screen was like the size of my thumb. That was funny. And I remember this too. The Tommy Tudor. 
It originally sold in Japan and the UK. It's a little baby home computer by a Japanese toy maker, Tommy. You know, Tommy. And then they had the Texas Instrument version called the TI-99-4A. And that piece of crap was like 16-bit, the CPU. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty crappy stuff. So we also had the Magic Wand Speak and Learn. We had Glow Worms. Wow, the Glow Worm. I had one of those. I tore its head off. I remember it well. And then all kinds of other systems, all kinds of other game systems. And if you want to know more about all the different gaming platforms they had back then, the home video game consoles, I did an entire episode. Actually, I think it was a two or three part series on home video game consoles. And I highly recommend you look back. It's definitely season two. And check that out. It's pretty awesome. Technology, technology. We can talk forever about the old technology. It's my favorite subject because I'm a nerd. But now we have to end on births and deaths. Pipe in the music here, folks. Kelly Clarkston was born April 24th, 1982. Since you I breathe for the first time. Do not sing ever again, Michael, like Kelly Clarkston. She was the winner, the very first winner, 19 years ago on American Idol Season 1. Now for the sad music, as we mourn the death of John Belushi, beloved comedian and actor extraordinaire, born in 1949, died in 1982, tragically, John Belushi. He was a good-looking guy when he was young, very good-looking guy. And he was an American actor. For you folks that listen to me outside of the country, he starred on Saturday Night Live, and he was big in Chicago at the Second City Comedy Club. Of course, tons of movies, The Blues Brothers, National Lampoon. That wraps it up. Holy cow, look at that. We're done with the episode. But it doesn't have to end here, folks. All you have to do is subscribe to get more of Michael J. Mayone, more of Micro Break, more of me, man. And follow me on Twitter at micro underscore break. That's micro underscore break. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to another episode of Micro Break. Please subscribe before you go and follow me on Twitter at micro underscore break. I'll catch you on the next one.